five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome everyone to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. We get together at a podcast host and today we are back at Higher Gravity Summit Park. And then we give our version of the truth of how those podcasts went and hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the host of the other podcasts we will see. Uh, so far, so, so good. Far, We're yeah, on like a pretty good. two-ish week streak yeah maybe yeah two-ish week it's about about yeah it's on par i am marco i'm a taproom manager here locally and that other voice you heard belongs to the best co-host in podcast landia i am julia and i tried to be the first person to buy their higher gravity beer vent calendar this year but due to some work obligations i think i was maybe third or fourth on uh, that list if not farther down i tried next year is my year I will be the first. All right. There can be only one. There can be only one. Yes, yes. Uh, with that being said, friendly reminder, pre-order your Higher Gravity Beer Vent boxes. If you pre-order before July 31st, you get an additional beer in the Beer Vent box, and it's supposed to be an exclusive beer to the Cincinnati market that you really won't be able to find anywhere else. So, not sure what you're waiting on. Get your orders in, and do not believe any emails or texts that say your order's ready. They're not going to be ready until closer to Thanksgiving, so the emails will lie to you. Yes. And promise you pretty things that do not actually exist. With that being said, a little bit of, not really a disclaimer, but just wanted to say that the thoughts and views and opinions and all the words said by Marco and I on this podcast belong to us and us alone. They do not represent any of the entities that we are associated with, such as our full-time jobs or even higher gravity. So if there is something that we say that you don't agree with, please let us know and no one else. And we'll let you know how to let us know at the end of the podcast. With that being said, it is a podcast and it is a craft beer podcast, all things considered which means we should be drinking either craft beer or a craft beverage. I know I just yes. looked over what we're drinking. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're closer than I am, though. Marco, what's in your glass today? So I have a cider. I think it's called Happy Accident from Northwood Cider. Yeah, how's it going? Or how's it tasting? How's it going? going? Yeah, how's <laughs> As you can tell, there is a lot of stuff happening Pretty here good. at Higher Gravity Summit Park today. So, like, I keep getting distracted by stuff. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be fun. So you like it? Yeah, it's uh, it's not sweet at all. So it's on the drier side? Yeah, it is nice. not sweet at all. Nice. It is dry, but also not tart. Really? Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, I might have to I might have to try some of that one. True. Awesome. Um, I kind of failed at the craft. Thing. It's, sort, it's sort of craft-ish, maybe. I'm reaching really, really hard here. It's the official drink of somewhere. Finland? Yeah. Yeah, I am drinking a... I saw the cans of long drink in the cooler, and I went... I haven't had one of those yet this summer, and so it's been a long man, time. It's, it's been a long time since I've had a long jack drink. I don't know. I tried. May have worked. May have yeah. failed. Someone laughed. Someone out there That's absolutely right. laughed. It's delicious. It's just so as cake, good as is I that remember. What you're doing? Yeah. 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 Uh, I like cake. Who doesn't? All right. So we have one, two three or four different shows to talk about. Uh, if you haven't noticed, there was a little bit of a, a bonus episode that we released along with our calendar episode this week. 
Just want to shout out all the Cincinnati breweries again that won medals at the 2023 U.S. Open Beer Cup. Congratulations. Yeah. Freaking amazing. We have so many medals in Cincinnati. I love it. Uh, Let's see if you and I listened to or watched, in some cases, uh, the same things that we're going to talk about. We have the Jungle Gyms International podcast where they... Uh, kind of emceed from the Urban Artifact and Jungle Gyms Pickle Eating Contest. Yes. Awesome. We have the Craft Parenting Podcast where they visited Fable Brewers. Yes. Awesome. We have not a podcast, but it should be. They should release the audio version of this, in my humble opinion. Uh, we have the Brew Skies. It's either Brews News or Booze News. Yes. I feel like they keep changing it up on us. Keep us on our toes. That's fine. It's true. They're making sure we're paying attention. Yes. And Mike and Brett, we are. You know we are. They know we we are. we appreciate the challenge week in and week out. Uh, And then last night's Weekly Bite. Yes. (laughs) I don't even know why I asked you if you watched that one since we were talking to each other. Yeah, we were During the whole thing. Uh, What do you say we start with a, a podcast that worked better in video form? Jungle Jibs International Jungle Podcast. Jungle yeah. yeah. Uh, this was episode 93, Urban Artifact and Jumble. And jumble. Yeah. See, like I said, I looked over, Nick was making a mixed drink up at the bar, producer Nick. Was so he smiling, though? His back was to me, so oh. I'm not sure. So if he wasn't, we know it's not going to be a not, good cocktail. Not correct. Yeah, yeah you got to have, have a nice big grin when you're when you're doing the shaking. Uh Urban Artifact and Jungle Jim's Pickle Eating Contest. Uh, the contest was part of Urban Artifact's Pickle Day, which was celebration of their pickle beer, which just won gold. Uh, they released their pick, pickle pack, which is a mixed 12-pack uh, of four different pickle variants, or I guess three variants and then the original. Uh, they released a pickle, a special pickle glass, some special pickle merchandise, all kinds of stuff. And why not celebrate or, or cap off that celebration with a whole bunch of key people eating a pound and a half of pickles? Yep. What could go wrong? <laughs> The one thing I wanted to go wrong didn't happen. I was so glad it didn't. I know what you're thinking. Uh huh. I know exactly what you're thinking because I started listening to it as a podcast because that's typically what I do. Right. Realized incredibly, incredibly, incredibly quickly, this is not the best audio-only format for this. Uh, The episode was pretty much all uh, Mark, who hosts the Jungle Gyms International podcast, talking about pickle day and what they did and then it just kind of cut into him emceeing the contest so he was you know introducing the contestants and you know giving shout outs to how they were doing and the different strategies that they had but the whole thing was like he didn't cut out the silences while people were eating it was it just didn't for me work as an audio experience you want to give him the chant they did it so wrong. So they they wanted to do a chant, and I'm just like, that's easy. Pickle, pickle, pickle. Right. No, Mark's like, I know, pickle, pickle, pickle. And I'm like, what the? What? What are we doing? What are we doing? You're not trying to make a kid smile for a picture. Pickle, pickle, pickle. Right. I'm like, no, you're making this creepy. It's already weird. I thought, based off of the picture that Urban Artifact had shared about this, I thought it was going to be pickle slices. But no, these were like whole freaking cucumbers yeah, that people alert, were. Yeah, spoiler alert, y'all. This is, was, these are not slices. These are not spears. No, they no. are whole pickles. And props to everyone that attempted the pickle eating contest, the different strategies for what they did. I did end up just like skipping through the podcast 
and then I watched no, it on did. YouTube. I did. I actually did because I'm like, this doesn't make sense listening to it. Oh, I you, didn't listen. You I know, watched on yeah, YouTube yeah, only. It's like you know what's happening, but it's just it wasn't to me. Your mileage may vary, but to me, in and an audio-only format, this type of thing just wasn't as engaging. I'm like. I want to see what's happening. Which it cut was out the whole too draw. for thirty seconds or so. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a, there a was a bit of a, of a gap, a little silence, a little weirdness there. there. So, so I kind of skipped through just to see if there's anything going on, and then he, you know, listened to his, I, I'm assuming either pre or post recorded closing remarks on the podcast, uh, and then I went over to YouTube, went to the Jungle Gems International Market YouTube channel, and watched it there. And I'm like, okay, this makes a lot more sense. This works a lot better. Um, they had different camera angles. They had, you know, kind of close-ups, this and that. It was a really well-done production over there at uh, Radio Artifact. Could um, you finish a pound and a half in three minutes? No, pickles? no, no. Mostly because I love pickles. You know this, but I had a bad pickle-eating experience when uh -oh. I was little, so I, oh, I no. know. No. Uh, I had that same experience with Jägermeister. Let's just say that when you're little and you're sick and you're on penicillin and you really want to eat dill pickles, it's not a good idea. They don't mix. Not exactly the same experience I had with no. Jägermeister. Well, I'm sure it ended the same. I mean, same. it ended the it same. It ended the same, but yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, this is, this is a great, I'm going to say show. Just know but that it's, you, but but know that if you try to listen to it, you're not yeah. you will not get the full experience. And, it is, and know that you're signing up to watch the entire six heat yes. um, pickle eating competition. Right. Uh, I will say that don't don't lose uh, hope. Stay stick with it to the end because yeah. the final heat was pretty interesting. Pretty, yeah, it was pretty intense. And the belt, the pickle championship belt. Yeah. Holy cow, that was cool. Yep. That was awesome. Yep. Uh, and we will wait to see if we will have a multiple-year winner when they do this again next year. That's right. Yeah. Uh, any other note? This is kind of a short recap, but again, it just there wasn't people ate pickles. People, yeah, that's 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 really all there was to it. Um, so I have watch not... it on YouTube or have it on YouTube like in the background because again, you do need the visual. I feel like to make it the engaging. Uh, experience that I know that Mark wants it to be. Right. Yeah. What do you want to move on to next? Uh, let's move on to uh, Cincy Brewcast. We didn't have one. Oh, we oh, didn't have no. one. We didn't have a we didn't have Okay, one. well, we'll do shift beers then. Funny enough, that's not on my list. Not on the list. We didn't we have one. What about uh, the one that's supposed to release every other Friday, Bruce Guy's Happy Hour? We don't have that one either. Okay, this is one that I know, I know we have an episode to talk about. Right. Sonder Stories. <laughs> no? Maybe soon, since Oktoberfest is coming up. <laughs> This is true. And then, Actually, we, they, and then we can have all tides raise all ships. Yes. Or raising ship. Raising raising ships. or Rise more, all tides. Rise, and rising ships. You know what? The tides. We've had beers. We've had beers. There we go. I mean, actually, technically not really, to be no, perfectly really. honest. No. <laughs> not really. Uh, all right. How about Craft uh, Parenting 5? We have a winner. Hey. We have an episode of Craft They have been killing it with getting beer-focused episodes out. Um, I know that a lot of times they'll put out episodes about parenting, you know, or crafting or things that are not beer-centric, but 
holy crap, they have been just dumping beer down their throats for the last couple weeks. And I'm, I'm here for it. They're, they've been throating it, which we'll talk about later. Okay. Um, that sounded wrong. Let's uh, let's move on to talk about episode 109. <laughs> it'll make sense later. Uh, it'll make sense later. But for now, people are just like, what the? Uh, episode 109, Visiting Fabled Brew Works. They decided to venture out during one of the busiest weekends Cincinnati has ever seen in the history of all time. They ventured out during sold-out Taylor Swift concerts, sold-out Reds games, sold-out FC Cincinnati games, sold-out other music venue games, all the Swifterites that didn't have tickets, conflugating, whatever. I'm making up words now. Flugating. They decided, you know what, let's drive directly through that madness into Kentucky and go to Fable Brewworks. Yep. I'd like to say I had something to do with their decision to go down there since I believe it was the day after our 100th episode recording, but, you know... I'm more modest than that. Well, they talked about a, uh, a zoo trip. Yes, which happened prior to them showing up prior at uh, the Voltage up. Room for yeah. to celebrate with us, which was so awesome. Love that so, so, so much. Okay, they. I don't want to cover a ton about their recap of the brewery necessarily just because it does rehash a lot of the same things that we've heard from a couple of the other podcasts right. about the aesthetic of Fable Brew Works, um, the, you know, the, the variety of beer styles that they had. They talked, as they always do, about the beers that they got, what they liked. They had a flight of mead, which, God, I hope one person did not have <laughs> some of those, or that they had, you know, a, an Uber or a Lyft to go back across the river, because those things will hit you hard and fast, but my God, they are delicious. They talked about how, uh, you know, the, the, the fantasy aspect of the, the aesthetic of the decor in Fable Brew Works. And then Caroline... Caroline! Caroline! said a quote that I, I... Just say it. She said, it puts the lotion on its skin. She's like, I think that's kind of like the, 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 the fantasy vibe they're going for here, because I think that's from Labyrinth. I had my head in my hands, and I'm like, oh, honey. Sorry, Hans, wrong guess. I'm like, oh, oh, honey, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm sure that's someone's fantasy, but that is not the fantasy that Fabled is going for. Nope. In any way, shape, or form. Um, So, Caroline, if you you want to Google that phrase, Buffalo Bill says thank you. That's right. Uh, Let's see. They talked about the aesthetics that they said. you could tell, and this is something that is repeated a lot in the different podcasts that have covered Fable Brew Works. You can tell that the ownership and everyone involved at Fable put just a ton of thought into the space, into the beers, into the names of the beers, the descriptions of the beers on the not on the the tap board because that's just not enough room. But when you look at the piece of paper with the tap list, there are stories and descriptions and explanations for the names. And it's it's all these teeny tiny little touches that really make this, uh, you know, Joe and Caroline realize what a very special place this is. Um, they had multiple flights. We already went over that. Uh, talked about the different beers and meads. Uh, what is a mead? How many meads does Fabon have? And then they closed out the episode with a story. Yes. A story that you could tell was fueled by beer. That's right. Caroline, let let the secret out of how she gave her former boss Welts 
all over his body. Yep. And how that led to her having Homeland Security being called on. That's correct. Yeah. So it's a trick. You take a towel, you put oranges in the towel. Or a bar of soap in a sock. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Don't do this, people. No. We are terrible people for saying it, but sometimes things happen. Sometimes. And that didn't sound any better. Good God. What's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> that, that didn't that didn't work either. Sometimes people fuck around and they gotta find out. <laughs> they gotta find out. And Caroline's boss found out. Somehow she still had a job after that. It sounded like. Yeah. Like I know you guys think that we're you know messing around with this part, but this is actually not incredibly far from the truth. Not incredibly. So check out this episode. This is gonna be a, a shorter-ish episode because there's just. And that's when she had to whip his legs. There is nothing worse than getting, like, towel flicked, only instead of a towel, it's like wet denim. Oh, oh, that stings. Stings so bad. Uh, let's see. Got anything else? No. We're like 17 minutes, so we're, we're yeah. going to have a lot of time to walk around the park. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. All right. We have Bruce Guys. Okay. Or we have the Weekly Fight. Uh, let's talk weekly puns. All right. But. But? We should take a break. All right. We can do that. Stick with us, guys. And we will be right back. I think we just had like 30 or 40 people. No joke. Like exit. Yeah. Wow. Sorry about right. that. Well, Apologies you know. to Higher Gravity for... Uh, <laughs> for market clearing the room. Causing the exodus. Sadly, I am still a professional, so I am still here. Uh, we'll see if I if I manage to last through the last two shows that we're going to talk about. But, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I, will, I will just soldier on through. Okay. So you said Weekly Pint? I did. Or... Because we don't have anything else to cheers over. The weekly point. There we go. Cheers. Cheers. Very good. Yeah, I said that because I think we closed out on weekly point last week. So I believe you're right. So let's switch it up a switch little bit. Switch it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was episode 176, Lagerfest and New Cincinnati Breweries, which there are breweries opening, or like they're already having soft openings and all kinds of stuff that I somehow miss that like a lot of people are going what are you talking about it's weird because you have the ones that are all that like they there's been a lot of excitement for them to open it's right. been in the works for a long time it's all over social media from like the different Everywhere. beer groups and everything else and then they're then they're a couple that are going the absolute opposite route where nobody knew about it nobody knows what's going on there's six people that like their facebook page and it's because they are uh uh, members of the family of right. the, brewery, of the but, brewery. But then those, but then those places, or at least one of those places, is already doing like soft openings with actual hours, right. and they are, they are having like food trucks and all that. But they're still trying to decide what beers they're going to brew and what names their beers are going. And I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah, and we this kinda, is insane. And we kind of pay attention, <laughs> and we didn't know. I mean, yeah. not that we know everything. No, we certainly no. don't. And not that we pay attention to everything. It's, it's impossible we don't want to. to. Wait, oh. oh, yeah. And because it's impossible to. And because we don't to. want to. 
But, but, but right, I'm like, uh, what? How you, how you sneak up on us like that? Exactly. No one, not a thing until this episode, which is why everyone needs to join in on Monday nights and watch the Weekly Pint That's and right. interact with all of I us. Mean, what else are you really doing? Nothing. No. no absolutely nothing. nothing. Just grab yourself a bomber of Big Bad Baptist. Crack, yes. that, crack that open. <laughs> that was a bad idea. About 10 minutes before. <laughs> doesn't seem like it now at 6 o'clock. Nah, it's, it's fine. Uh, I mean, at 6, at 6 a.m. it might have been a bad idea. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll, but, I'll tell you, though, by the end of Weekly Pint, that 13%, I was... I'm like, I need to not say anything good? because I was good. You're ready? I was good. I wasn't... It Did wasn't, you have jokes lined up? No, but I was coming up with some really bad ones as the conversation oh, okay. was happening. I'm like, nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. But I didn't have as bad of a morning as I thought I was going to have. Good. I'm like, oh, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to just have a little, you know, I, I wasn't drunk by any means, but I'm like, I'm uh, definitely, I'm, right I, am, I am very warm and I am definitely starting <laughs> to giggle a lot, but I can still stand up quickly without like immediately falling over. So I'm like, okay, it's, you know, I, I managed to pace it out right, but I'm probably still going to have, you know, a bit of a headache or something in the morning or just kind of feel a little meh. No. Yeah, that liquid IV and you know, water and all that. I. I felt so all right. do you do liquid IV in, in the morning or before bed? Before I go to bed, which means I wake up in like two hours having to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But I will gladly lose like twenty minutes of sleep to wake up, go get back into bed, than to feel terrible the next morning. There was maybe about two years ago, three years ago. Now, now three years ago is back at the beginning of COVID, so I don't know if it was three years ago or four years ago. I don't know. Time means nothing. So, yeah. I used Sometime to, in the past. I used to carry a box of liquid IV. Yeah. I just I just had it, mm-hmm. um, not in my pocket, but... No, but just like on, like in your backpack. In my backpack or in my... Gym bag or whatever, yeah. Gym bag, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I've I have gotten, some, I keep some packets at work, yeah. I've gotten out of that habit, but yeah, liquid IV was something that I... I Used to be, uh, used to be on behind. They have a sugar-free version now. It's actually not too, not too bad. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was a lot of people's complaints. This has nothing to do with beer or the weekly pint. But you know what? We have plenty of time because this show hasn't been going on for very long anyway. So this is our rancid rabbit Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were complaining that they wanted the benefits of liquid IV, but they wanted to be on like lower carb diets, and there were like 20 grams of sugar in the regular liquid IV. And it took a couple uh, of years, but now they have some uh, some sugar-free, and it's I think it's sweet with like allulose or something. It's not I don't think it's like stevia or anything. It's some other sweetener, and so I'm like I'll get the uh, the lemon lime and the peach version of it. I like them; they're pretty good. Good, <coughs> good, good. Yeah. So I try to uh, ensure that uh, when I am drinking, good way to make sure that there's yeah. some extra electrolytes and all all that kind of stuff. That's uh, right. Keeping me. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. All right. Much to the chagrin of all of my coworkers. No, you're good. Nah. Uh, let's start at the beginning, because we... So our, our intro to this episode of The Weekly Pine was, like, the very end of the episode. So let's jump to the beginning. Let's go, you know, back in time and go... We're going to go back in time. <laughs> very nice. Uh, Gnome did not have an episode of the Cincy Brewcast because he was dealing with Mountain Brushmore. That's right. Yep. Uh, sounds like the brand new fence is in and looks gorgeous, but now they just have to deal with the 37 feet high and 19 feet wide. They can't and, and figure out how to get out. No, no. They, well, no gate. What, 
what it sounded like, the way he described it was, you know, they were taking all of the brush from around the old fence and putting it, just like moving it in like a couple feet from that, that border. And they just ended up fencing themselves in, but just in a smaller area. They just like decreased the space of their yard. Can you imagine when, when uh, the gnome went to his wife? He's like, so we're going to build a wall. It's going to be a big <laughs> wall. It's a beautiful wall. It's going to be the best wall. Best that wall. Ever, 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 best wall ever. Not my words, other people's words. And we're going <laughs> to get our neighbors to pay for it. Hey. I mean, but he had to build it. But he had to build it. He, he had to build they the wall. He paid for it, but they he had to build it. it. He had to build it. And because he was slaving away day right. in and day out until all hours of the night, he uh, he neglected his podcasting duties. That's right. But you know, it happens. Not to us. No. I mean, hell, it could be the Fourth of July, and we are still meeting could up be. and recording. Like just, but, I mean, hypothetically speaking, it yeah, could just, have been. Just you know, purely throwing that out there. Uh, talked briefly about the the design on the can of the beer that Gnome was drinking. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Listerman's Schwarz beer. So your favorite beer. I'm, I'm amazed you haven't bought out the entire city yet. Oh, so, so something. <laughs> hey, you. Elijah and I will share all the Schwarz beer that you cannot. I'm happy to yeah. provide you with the uh, with any Schwarz beer. All right. All right. Uh, there was a vampire squid, or there is a vampire squid on the label, which I was very excited when I saw it. And I'm like, I told Josh, I need to get this. Look at the label. He goes, what's so special about the label? I'm like, it's a vampire squid. And he goes, okay, and? And I'm like, I've caught those. And he just looks at me like, what are you talking about? When? When, when did you catch that? Animal Crossing. Yeah. I caught many a vampire squid and still have one in my house on my island that I haven't visited in like a year and I'm terrified to log into it because I think my villagers may kill me. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like but what? that then led into throatability. That's right. Throatability. The most awful word to describe the... So far. The, so someone far. Will, someone, someone will come up with something worse. You're someone right. Someone will You're come right. up with a worse word than throatability. But, it, like, why? Yes, you're, you're talking, like, that's where the beer goes. It goes down that. But that's just, that's an awful word. If you can think up of a worse word for, you know, crushability, drinkability, or throatability, let us know. Yeah. Tag us on social media and say, this is worse. And we'll cringe and probably say, yep, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Let's throw some beers. <laughs> just, I don't know. It's, it's just... <laughs> no. Terrible. No. Then we moved into... I say we moved into. We did none... Like, we did none of this. We just commented on what you right. know, Gnome was providing it's to Comment us. section. Yes. Peanut gallery. At 100%. Kentucky getting rid of their barrel tax. Uh, so Gnome said he wasn't entirely sure what the barrel tax was when he first read up on this. So he did a ton of research. And this is 100% totally accurate from the Gnome's research. A barrel tax means a tax on each barrel that, uh, that goes directly to that town's fire department. The tax is calculated by how long of or I'm sorry, by how long and how many firefighters it would take to put out the distillery when it catches fire. Yes. They're getting rid of that. 
They're getting, so, and they're getting rid of it in such a speedy fashion. It is, yeah, uh, they're really rushing that over through. The, over the next 20 years, they're going to reduce the tax to be eliminated in uh, 2043. And a lot of places are whatever. kind of concerned. They're like, we use this for, the, you know, besides the fire department, you know, road repairs, schools, just taking care of the community. Libraries. Because Libra everybody right. congregates at libraries now. Absolutely. To get their uh, microfiche. So the Kentucky government, the, I forget what it is, the State Board of Alcohol and Tobacco in Kentucky. I don't remember the exact one. That, that uh, Mullets? State Board of Mullets. The State Board of Mullets. Fair enough. It's, it's probably pretty accurate. They said that the way to combat that, because people are like, well, who's going to put out the distillery when it catches fire? Because it will catch fire eventually. They said that now each distillery will have to have its own volunteer fire department that's going to be run by the same volunteers that do the distillery tours. They're like, okay, so as part yeah. of your required volunteer hours, fire department. at least this many have to be on our on-site volunteer fire department. If something catches fire here, grab your buckets and get to work. Fire suppression monitors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're still involving the community. It's just not going to be in, you know, as much of a monetary way as uh, they're going to be all right. Are. I think they'll be all right. You know, I don't feel bad because uh, I know this is going to this is going to be a little bit over a long period of time. Sure, we joke about it, but it is kind of a serious, you know, anytime that your your civil uh, services lose money, it does cause some concern. Uh, because you think your property taxes are going to go up. You yeah. And you're like, well. Or your, the tax on gas, like the actual cost of gas for mm -hmm. a gallon of gas mm -hmm. is like bumped up by what, 40, 50, 60 cents in tax? That is always ridiculous when they show the like, here's the price and here's the price before tax. You're like, come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? For that tax, it helps to, you know. Can't the, we just run our cars off thing. of spirits? Every yeah. every uh, every household in the community gets a barrel, and you just have to find a way to keep distilling that shit down until it will run your vehicle. Right. Yeah. I like, see no. I see no way in which that could go wrong. No. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, let's see. Then no moved on to Loggerfest talk. Yeah. Um, I was so busy the weeks leading up to. I completely forgot Loggerfest was happening. Even though we talk about it every week. Yes. Once we're done recording, months. once we're done recording, the point five is oh, like it is out of sight, out oh, of yeah. mind. It's, a, it's, it's totally, gone. I, yeah, I asked you about the lock and key edition. And I I'm just like, yeah, that was last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or someone will be like, oh, is there something going on at this brewery? I'm like, I don't know. How do you not know? You do this every week. It's like, yeah, yeah but I, like, there's there's too much. Well, but do, do you ever get into a situation where somebody tells you about an event and you're like, I've been talking about that motherfucker for three months? Yes. Yeah, because yes. I did too. Somebody said, "Oh, we're we, we, wife and I are going to that uh, Paradise Beer and Music Festival. Have you heard of it?" You're like, "Oh my god!" I just give them a You're blank like, are stare. Are you joking with me right now? Blank stare. Of course I do. Never heard of it. No. What? No, Tell me about no, it. No, please, please let me know. Yeah. For me, it was someone asking about our favorite repeating event that it, it, it's never going to go away. Goat yoga. Goat yoga. At 50 West. Someone's like, oh, I heard they do goat yoga down there. That would be so fun. I'm just like, oh, my God. If I have to say that, which, which I mean, 
There's another one, a Halloween one in October that I do not have on the sheet yet because it's too damn early for that. But, but yeah, I, I completely forgot Loggerfest was happening until I saw Gnome posting about it online. And I'm like, I actually wanted to go to that, but I don't think I could have with work this year anyway. So yeah, kind of worked out, unfortunately for me. It sounded like they had a really cool way of handling the drink samples and the drink tickets, including tickets for half pints, which yeah. I thought was a really great idea. It's a good idea. That's really fantastic. You can actually enjoy the beer that you want to drink instead of, you know, getting you know, the little sample cup that's like half foam anyway from, you know, someone who doesn't know what they're doing pouring it. I, I, we, I guess, with going off on different tangents, we probably are going <laughs> to make four episodes into an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, we absolutely are. So I just, I have to say that I am... I am not crazy about, I used to be. I'm not crazy about going to these lemonade stand beer events where you get quote unquote four ounces and they hand you a cup that's probably can only fit three ounces in. And two and, and a half gonna, ounces are foam, and so you get like... And you get, because it's it's being poured on a shitty jockey box. By volunteers. By volunteers, and I'm not blaming love the, the volunteers. volunteers. No, 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 not at all. But And they don't know anything about the brewery. They don't know anything about the beer. They're just, you know, volunteering because they want to go get smashed later, and that's fine. Or they're fine. supporting that's a good. cause that the, that the festival is, cause. That's is right. donating to. That's absolutely. right, yeah. that's right. But... How about a festival, and it sounds like this festival was one. How about a festival where we taste and enjoy and drink beer? Right. You know, as opposed to having shooters of, you know, two, three ounces of a beer and then craving a full beer. Right. Like, I need a full beer. And, 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 and not one that you have to pay for in full because sure you can go to the bar at the one side of you know whatever the beer fest is whatever and like pay for a full pour no something that's part of that experience yeah Yeah. i'm fine with getting tasters of a beer and not like everything has to be a half pour because i mean a the ticket prices would be ridiculous b you'd only get maybe four tickets because people do you know the the um the people running these fests probably have to keep into account how many samples can we give out in this ticket. That if someone gets an actual legitimate sample for each of their tickets, we're not going to have to try to make sure that they leave the building okay. I'm sure no, there's some I, there's some liability to. I think it's more of having to work backwards from the fact that you can't just give free alcohol. So well, you charge true. for a ticket, and then you say, okay, if I'm how many tickets am I going to give them? And so, therefore, what value am I placing on these tickets? Mm-hmm. And how am I relating that back to the price I pay for, for the beer. you know, an average keg? True. And then from there, they just sort of do the math and you get handed a book of 10 tickets or 20 tickets, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but depending on where the event is hosted, they have the problem of then having to be 
uh, owners of all of these kegs of beer, right. whether they're empty, full, or partial. Right. Because uh, beer is one of those things where you pay for on delivery. Right. And so a place like Northern Row and a place like the Fulling Warehouse, sure. uh, you know, they, they have... Uh, they are a venue to where they can continue to serve beer and run through the rest of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of these festivals where you go to, if they're in a park or they're in an airplane hangar or they're you know, in a convention center or whatever, they don't have anywhere else where this beer is going to go. It's sure, already yeah. paid for. Right. It's already, it's already paid for. They've already, they're already into to, to the, to the amount of money that they're into. Mm-hmm. So it's either it's either it's it's poured it's blown or it's not and then you know that just gets returned uh to the distributor you know in its form so question on that just because it's you know a part of the industry that i still don't know a ton about say you're at you're a brewery that sells a keg to one of these festivals that doesn't have a place like Folding warehouse we'll use that as the example okay to if at the festival the festival's over and there is still half a keg left. Whatever, whatever number you want to put in there, there is still beer left in that keg. Yeah. Fulling Warehouse, they can take that keg, they can put it on their tap list whenever they want to. They've already paid for it, it is theirs, whatever. Yep. If you are at, let's say like Cincinnati Beer Fest, you know, Winter Beer Fest, whatever, something that's at the convention center, something where they don't have anywhere to use these kegs if they still have liquid in them when they're yeah. when the festival's over. Those kegs go back to the distributor, go back to the brewery. They're partial kegs. Do breweries just dump that? Like they can't retap, or they're can they retap to dump it? it? Okay, okay. Yeah, they're supposed to dump it. They're okay. not supposed to tap that keg because that that seal's already been breached, whatever. Like I'm sure you know. Basically, I'm sure like in a you nutshell, know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And okay. our and our good buddy Michael, who by the way, shout out to Michael, yeah. Mike Layman. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the pod. And uh, you know he. Uh, that's really cool. I hope you're enjoying the beach. Yeah. I didn't get an invite. I uh, me either. <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening to the pod. I get texts from him about certain things that, you know, really get him excited or juiced up about, you know. He needs the, to just show up. He, he should. He needs to just I show just up. Just reach out again with a formal invite. But yeah. he can go a little bit deeper, I would imagine, into the in, into the actual yeah. sort of uh, law or lawyer speak into it. Mm. But the... The gist of it is that venue bought it, that venue tapped it, and then whatever's left, that goes back to the distributor. The distributor then is going to return that keg back to the brewery. The brewery cannot tap that and serve it. They have to dump it. Because that would, would that, and this this is more hypothetical. I'm not asking you like directly as I need an answer, Mark, or you need to tell this. Would that be kind of like the brewery being a reseller, even though it's their own beer, and since they're not a distributor? I, I don't know. I'm sure there's some weird, like, twisted, tangled well, the, the other thing you got to keep in legality. mind, too, is the actual care for the beer. Oh, sure, yeah. Right? So It's probably sitting out in the sun, in the... It's in the God sun. It's what. in it's in a tub. It's got ice on it. Um, until it then, doesn't. Yeah. Until it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, it's put maybe in a, in a, a room somewhere, mm-hmm. probably not refrigerated. Over the course of 
you know, the, a week or so, a couple weeks, these all get filtered back to the distributor. Maybe they're cold chain returned, maybe they're not cold chain returned. And so they show up back to you, just not you being no treated idea. as good as they were right. on the way there. That's so, true. That's true. you know, I, I, I wouldn't, it's not a beard typically that even if, it, even if it showed back up at the brewery and you're like, I'm going to take this back to my home kegerator. Like, I don't know if you want to do that. It wasn't yeah. treated the best necessarily. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. To kind of go back to uh, to the episode. Okay, let's go. Somehow at Lagerfest, Gnome ended up on a rooftop again. Yeah. That seems to happen to him fairly regularly. And I don't know if someone's trying to send a message or not. But Gnome, just, just be careful. Don't. Yeah. Don't go up to the edge. Just be That's careful. All I, all I want to say about that. Uh, talked about Rheingeist collab with uh, Patagonia. Apparently, you know, several other breweries, national it sounded like, uh, are working with Patagonia to collaborate on a sustain more sustainable beer. So that's pretty cool. Keep an eye out for that. Right. Uh, he gave some really interesting trivia about the Jackson Brewery and Grayscale. So if you're we knew that not thing. familiar... But if you're not familiar with yeah. either of those names, Correct. you get a little bit of a both history lesson and a, hey, fun fact about Cincinnati beer, which is always fun. It's also even to kind of like rehear that because I forgot about Grayscale. And then I'm like, oh, shoot, that's right, because that was on, without spoiling it, that was on a particular seltzer pack. Correct. And we're like, interesting that they're continuing using that name. Bet but, that's going to come around again. Oh, absolutely it is. And you know what we're going to do? Yeah. Suffer through it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this I'm gonna I'm gonna say one thing that he talked about at the very end of the episode, and then we're gonna jump back to the new brewery talk that we started this with. Okay. Big sis is coming. Yeah. It will be back. And it's gonna be Brood of Darkness this year. I am incredibly excited. I had a ton of fun last year running the raffle table by myself instead of <laughs> instead of just sitting at a table drinking beer. No, it was it was great. I was super happy to help out. Um, and brew, like anyone who's listening who's from a brewery, if you want to be involved in Big Sis Day, if, you're, if you want to know what Big Sis is, if you're one of the new breweries that maybe isn't familiar, reach out to the Gnarly Gnome. He wants to have as many breweries as possible collaborate on this, this really community beer, this beer that is all about uh, kind of celebrating Mike Cicernos and the ideas that he had that were trying to come together through the Cincy Brewcast podcast. It was uh, a good time last year. It was a very I, good time. I'm, that beer I was am, great. I am looking forward to going this year. Um, darkness, I haven't been to Darkness in years. Um, but Josh and I, I were there fairly recently. It's been maybe like a month or two, something like that. But I, oh, it's so great. Just a cool, just a cool space. It so, is. And cool people, good beer. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. be surprised if big things are coming from darkness this year. <laughs> Boy, that's a throwback. <laughs> and as you can tell by the uh, background volume, the Holy air shit. the air Mitch has got a line out the door. The air has cleared and people are literally, as Marco just said, out the door waiting to get their beer. Holy shit. Good for them. I mean. Yeah. He's getting his know. ass kicked. I offered him he, some I was, help. But. I was just going to say, he might he might tap you on the shoulder and be like, hey, as soon as you're done recording, do you mind uh, stepping behind the bar for a few? Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and finish up the recap of the Weekly Pint. Okay. New breweries, Wandering Monsters, just opened up. I think everybody knows about them. If you don't, I've heard you, about it. Yeah. you 
I don't know where you've been. But Gravel Road, Roll, Gravel Road, which is going into the old rolling mills. Rolling gravel. Rolling gravel. Gravel rolls. Gravel mills. We could combine words all day long, and it's just never going to be funny. They're going to be opening somewhat soon, soon-ish, maybe. What's interesting I don't about that? What them, to say about it? Right, because when what that's one of the breweries that Marco and I were talking about in the beginning of this segment, this recap, going. We had no idea what was going on until Gnome said, yeah, then there's this one. We kind of knew another brewery was going to go into the rolling mill space, but no one ever said anything about it. But apparently they're doing, I don't want to call it a soft opening, but they have like open hours listed on, on their social media pages. They have posts about this food truck is going to be outside if you want to stop on by and have some food. But then it gets weirder because they're saying, we don't know what beer we're going to have for our grand opening yet or what it's going to be named. So why don't you stop in and try some samples of what we have and give us your thoughts and let us know what we should make and what what we should name the beer. And it's the most bizarre thing. It's pretty bizarre. That that I think I've seen. It's like they're... How bizarre? How do you do it? How bizarre? How bizarre? Like, I don't know, it's cool. Like, I'm glad that it's like, hey, somewhere that's still establishing who they want to be. And they're inviting the public to come in to, to kind of help develop that. But at the same time, they're also like, hey, try this beer that we don't know if we're going to brew yet. And like, I don't know, it's just it's just weird. I don't know. It'll be cool, yeah. but it's weird. And then uh, there was um, Gilligan's, which is going to be a restaurant and brew house in Wyoming. And what's interesting about what they're doing is they are going to be working with Westside Brewing. I don't even know what that means. To brew, no one does. To brew a line of beer specifically for Gilligan's. So it sounds like they're going to be brewing on site at Gilligan's. I don't know if this is going to be kind of like a subset of Westside that's just not under their name at all, or if it's just going to be. Gilligan's has their own brewers, and they're just going to be kind of working with, like, apprenticing under Westside to hit. To, I, I have no idea. But congratulations to Westside on being part of that, because that is absolutely spectacular. Right. And we can't go an episode without talking about Westside. No, absolutely not. I will make damn sure of it, because I, I don't have a, bu- a button for it, but Westside, Westside. Mm-hmm. Caroline, did I do that right? Mm-hmm. Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Good. Always, always a fun conversation with the Weekly Pint. Monday nights used to be kind of meant to me, but with Weekly Pint, I have something to look forward to. It's fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy the interaction. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, let's go ahead. Do you need a break or anything before we start covering the last show of the night? Before yeah, we hit the one-hour mark on these shows that we're like, this is going to be a short episode, guys. You know us better than that. No, we're not going to do that. We had to make sure that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's take a break. All right. We'll be right back. All right. The line is no longer going out the door, so props to producer Nick for uh, taking care of business. And we are now back. back. And you have a new beer in your glass. I'm still working on my long drinks. It takes me a long time to drink long drink. Long time, long drink. Yeah, you got a taster. It's cool. It's a taster. What you got? I started doing this thing where I'm doing 
I'm doing uh, four ounce tasters in between yeah. each of the. You actually get to enjoy not an experience them, like more beer, but, right? Yeah, right. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I got. Is it picket fences from Grainworks? Yeah. It's like a wit beer. Sounds right. Do you remember watching that TV show like way back? I remember when we were wee babies. I remember. I remember it being a TV show. I don't remember yeah. watching. I'm trying. I know that I watched it. I just can't for the life of me remember what it was about. I keep picturing an actress who was a redhead, but I think that was Northern Exposures and not Picket Fences. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? You know who would know? I'm sure. The fine gentleman at the Bruce guys. The Bruce guys. The, okay. It's either Bruce and News or Booze and News. I swear to God they're fucking with us because I know that last week, I'm pretty sure I didn't go back to double check because why would I fact check yeah, things why like would this? You, why would you do that? I am damn certain that last week it was Bruce, B R E W S News. And this week they said Booze, B O O Z E News. That's fine. It's well, fine either. It. It's fine either way. You just keep going. But that just means we can call it whatever the hell we want. Yep. And they can't clap back at us at all. No. Uh, this one came out yesterday, uh, July 10th of 2023. Red wine makes you horny. Who knew? Apparently, Mike Morgan. Mike Morgan. Yes, it, it said so in the in the thumbnail. Which, first and foremost, mad props to their production team for all the YouTube overlays that happened on this video. <laughs> well done. Yeah. All kinds of graphics and crazy stuff happening. Good stuff. But one thing that their production company could not fake in this video is how Brett and Mike are the prettiest mermaids in Cincinnati craft beer. <laughs> they were glistening. They were... That's right. They were just just beautiful against the backdrop <laughs> of the coffee bar that is coming coming along pretty nice. Coming along, like, yeah. Our faces still aren't on the back wall, but that's there's yeah. still time. Nobody's fat head still is up there yet. Yet. That is a key word. Yet. We, it, it will happen eventually. It's coming how together great it's being filled it, in. How great would it be if someone just like mailed them a, a fat head of just anything, just you know, random sports person. I don't know. Would they have to put it on the wall because they said they would? Or do you think that they're going to cop out and be like, we're not putting that shit up there? I think it all depends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On their mood. On how many beers they've had. Uh, on the mood, prior on to the beers. Yeah. It depends on what the picture is. It depends on if any cash uh, accompanies the, yeah, the picture. This is true. So. Hey. I got 10 cents, shiny dime, Ooh. that I can just kind of like slide Ooh. in the envelope there. Let's talk about uh, the episode. Micah did some incredibly, incredibly heavy research on if Bud Light is going to make a comeback after the 4th of July holiday. They did. He is still crunching the numbers, and he'll report back to everyone uh, on next week's episode. That's right. It's too soon to tell. So they did all the research they could, and they have to wait for the research. That's what it's going on. Yes, sounds sounds viable. Sounds like that's 100% what uh, what needs to happen. Apparently, there is mutiny happening at Anheuser Busch. There are things. That Imagine we, that. I. Oh, that's terrible. I'm enjoying watching the chaos. I don't think I'm enjoying it as much as Mike is. I do share the sentiment, obviously, because <laughs> I've said it before on our podcast. I do share the sentiment. I heard two bottling plants closed, and for all those that have lost their jobs. Right, that's not great. It's not that's good. Not good. Uh, but we can't have the demise of this, you know, 
big beer titan uh, without breaking some eggs. Right. And I mean, you hate to say collateral I, damage, but... And I, and I don't want them to lose their job. No, really no, no, no. I, God, I, no. I, I, do, I do wish the best for everybody who is, is impacted, in, right. impacted or in the industry. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that being said... Um, I mean, I know that when I go... Things shake up, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm still seeing... The you dinosaurs know, cases, are dead. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm still seeing cases of Bud Light with, like, rebates that make the case, you know, super, super cheap. And they're still, like, the, the stack is just as high the next week when I go into my grocery store as it was the week before. So either they're doing a damn good job of restacking those those things or you, they're you, just they're not moving. Do you think retail beer buyers... So I'm sure they were on a typical cadence. And right. ramping up to certain holidays, they look back at previous sales numbers, and then they they purchase based to, on that. Sure, right, right. To a par quantity, right? Sure, right, right. Hey, we sold a hundred cases last year. We should probably make sure we have a hundred cases this year. Do you do you think that it's been long enough to where they've changed up their their buying cadence? I, I mean, I, I don't. I work at a craft brewery. I don't. I don't right. mess with any of that. Uh, I would, as far as I would, Bud Light package. I would think so. I mean, yeah. I would think that they're looking, saying, we're, we, we're not moving this the same way that we used to. It's still selling. I mean, there's still going to be, be the people that drink it because they just, they don't, they don't give a fuck. They're not paying attention to what's happening in the news. They might not have any idea that anything is happening. They're used to buying this blue box. They're going to continue to buy this blue box. But I think that... There are more people that are aware in a positive or negative way. Like maybe they're just jumping on a bandwagon either side and buying or not being, buying based on that. But I do think that these retailers have to be seeing an impact in the number of, of, of cases of this, the number they of packages are, I mean, that, have, are, that, are, that are going be, right? out their doors. Right. The, right. If not, they weren't, why would they be? It's not, the, it's not just the million dollar loss. It's the tens of millions, the, the tens right. and tens of millions of dollars that have been uh, lost over over this. Right. Um, and, you know, I have to think, isn't part of the reason why people can just decide to pivot like that? Um, and by the way, it's their right to, even though I don't like the reason that, that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. See, for me, if, if, if people wanted to pivot because Bud Light, uh, they say Bud Light doesn't taste good. Uh, sure, their company, yeah. their their company's uh, doing uh, bad things to try and box out craft beer. They're trying to, you know, they take craft breweries, they they own them, and then they, you know, try and, and, yeah. try and mass produce the 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 thing that made them craft, and then have to back out of it and, and close the place or lay people Kill off. The brand, you know, right. if, if, if if you don't. If, if you're against them for those reasons, great. I, I, I can't tell you how much it doesn't sit well with me that this downturn is because of people being mad about a situation that happened two, about two so, and a half months ago. About someone else's life that has nothing to do with their yes. lives. Yes. That has nothing to do with their day-to-day. So that Dylan Mulvaney's life and that the Bud sponsorship and you know whatever you want to call it, that directly impacted exactly probably point zero 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 one percent of the actual Bud Light drinking community, whatever you want to call it. Right. It did not directly impact anything. Someone just went, well, but, I don't like that. Right. And, and so 
and to to circle this back to my my original thought train here. Sorry. <laughs> but is it the fact that that yellow golden fizzy drink tastes so similar to four other golden fizzy drinks that it's easy for the consumer to just move on to something else whereas in craft we try to make products stand out right and we try to make that product stand out because of because of a process because of procedure because of ingredients because of you know the 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 way in which it's it's done and you know fourth fifth or sixth now is because it's local whereas local used to be number one or two um but it it would be i I think harder to pivot harder harder i i I do want to add another box onto what you said you know with with craft it's about making that impact with you know the the ingredients the process all that i think it also relies heavily on that that brand that company that brewery and who they who they say they are what they stand for what you know their their acceptances what 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 they show who they show they are as just having humanity and and compassion for whatever for whatever it might sure. be where you get these these major corporations you don't see that there is any like soul behind their eyes, you know, to, to make, you know, the dramatic whatever, they'll say one thing and then immediately switch to something else. Like they said in, in Bruce Guys when they were covering, you know, this story, they did not reach out once to Dylan to just say like, hey, I know that there's all this backlash, we still stand behind you. It was just, oh, well, this experiment didn't work out, let's go on to the next thing. It's like, why, who does that? You know, like I just, I don't. Big business. Yeah. That's who does that. Yeah. Not wrong. Not wrong. As much as I think a lot of people are getting a little worn out of hearing about the whole Bud Light collapse, I am loving watching just the glee on Brett and Mike's faces week after week after week. That is fun to watch. As they continue to talk I, about it. It's are people getting worn out by it? Because, it, because probably. what I'm getting worn out about is people saying that, well, Bud Light screwed up. Okay, well, no, actually, yes. But in what way do you mean? Because I think the way you mean and I mean are are different. different. Yep, yep. I can agree with you at your original statement. But but, then when you go down a layer But it's the Yes, it's it's the next layer that I don't know if we agree with. Right, how did they mess up to you? Boy, that's gonna be that's going to be where there's those roads diverge and you know? that's going to be where where things get different but man oh man this and is this it, has been but, a fun ride and and the other thing too is i mean there there is i guess the the third aspect of it which is it was purely for it, it it was purely for show. This wasn't this this was a this was a hollow expression. Oh, absolutely. And and and, and you and you see that the second that the you know the the fan base for Bud Light started turning. Right. And it's and then they're like, oh 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 no we we to- we did we we didn't mean that we got oh, no no look well look look over here look at this right. other smoke screen over here we totally didn't mean this thing that like I said before this experiment which. Uh, yeah. anyway. oh, it just makes anyway. me mad. 
Yeah. But they did talk about several several other things, which mm -hmm. is interesting. As we talked about last week, there's another thing we talked about last week with uh, Bruce Guy's uh, bruise news. Bruce booze booze news. news. Uh, <laughs> the boob news. That's what I'm just. Gonna the say boob news. Right. I love boobs. Uh, Who doesn't? So, P Diddy, mm -hmm. uh, Puff Magic Dragon. Uh, <laughs> He accused Diageo of, uh, of racism. racism. Yeah, yeah, just to call it what it is. And apparently there may <laughs> be some like, truth. There's kind of like, well, yeah, but his brand also wasn't doing well. And you're like, what? Yeah. How? Hey. There you, may be some truth to the racism what? claim. And not, oh that, not that I was discrediting last week or not believing <laughs> no, that there no, could no, be. No, no, no. I was just but, merely stating the fact that he called his partners racist, and then his partners, so quote yeah, unquote, air quotes, yeah, are like dumped him or are dumping maybe. him, right? And so, you know, it's it's um, it's one of those things where I I don't know when you when you yell like that. And then you receive a response, which is okay. Well, then we're just gonna we're just gonna drop you. I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. So it's yeah, kind of like, like you know, eh, I, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It I it doesn't it doesn't impact me in the least. Uh, but this is this is big business, and and even though Sean Combs is a person, mm -hmm. uh, this is part of his business, and 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 big business versus another big business. Uh, you know, duking it out in their own corner, uh, the rest of the business can can continue to move on, and you know what, whatever Big is going to happen. <laughs> hey, I not always, but I mean, it's know, just like, man, you hear this stuff, and you're like, unless you're an entrepreneur, everybody works for somebody. That's true. And as Sean Diddy Combs, even though as an entrepreneur, he finds out when he partners with people, you know, sometimes sometimes it doesn't sometimes work it's out. It's not an equal partnership, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, that kind of transitioned into some talk about rum and the Philippines. The Bruce Guys House rum is on the way. Yes. They are making things happen. Yes. So keep an eye on the next few episodes. Cutting the cane. Get, oh, yeah. Cutting the cane as, as fast as it's coming out of the ground. Comes out fast, too. Very, very fast. That then led into uh, the kind of the title of the episode, Red Wine Increases Libido. And that was red, red wine. That was an absolutely amazing comment from Mike about yes. it. That was hilarious. Not, not spoiling it all. It's a 30 minute episode. You absolutely have time to watch check it. Check it out. It's Holy so fun. Holy crap. It was amazing. And then shortly after that, it was about 18 minutes in, they got slap happy. Yeah. And that was it's the, the heat. best. It was the, the heat, heat, the, heat, and the, the lack beer. of sleep, the beer, but. It was like I was giggling watching it. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is why these interactions, these moments, absolutely make these episodes for me. The the, the news and the the information is always fantastic as well. But man, their their chemistry, the the charisma that they have on screen, just takes it to to that next level. That makes it something that really everyone needs to be watching. Yes, I agree. Uh, they jumped into the non-alcoholic stories of the week, which means they got to talk about Mike Morgan's social media dream has finally happened with Threads. Yes. So you will be seeing him post a lot more over on that platform. Be sure to follow him. He is at Mike Brings the D Morgan. Very original, but you know. Way to go, Mike. That's how you know him. Yeah, I mean. 
is what it is. And apparently lawyers from England are not smart. No. 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 Oh, my God. I... I don't. I saw the headline, like I saw that news story a couple days ago. Whatever, read the headline and went, "Oh my God, what dumbass!" And then I clicked and kind of read the story and went, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That's why we can't have nice things. Absolutely, because of lawyers, Mike. Yeah. Looking at you. Looking at you, Mike. Not saying you're to blame for this, but you're a lawyer. So that he basically makes you responsible. It basically, hold yes, yes, absolutely. You know what? Mike's probably going to be wearing one of those powdered wigs that the barristers over in England wear uh, next episode. Bet you anything. It would help since he's bald. <laughs> it's a beautiful shine. <coughs> yeah. He is what brings the light. Into the, the higher room. the hair, the, the closer to God. Absolutely. So he is. <laughs> he's in bed with the devil more than likely. <laughs> and I'll just close off uh, the notes that I have with uh, they had a, a relevation for everyone. The world is hot. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. That's it. That's it. It's hot. <laughs> that's it. It's. I mean, they're always great hey, episodes. I don't need to say that over and over and over and over and over. The actual Earth temperature. Hot. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Damn hot. Yeah. Looking outside right now, you know what it looks like it is out there? Hot. hot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that uh, Brett and Mike were sure to clarify and enforce that fact right. for all of us. Yeah. yeah. Well, Marco, is there anything else that you wanted to say for this episode of Truth, Beer, and Consequences? No. All right. Well, this was fun. It was fun. All right. If you, glad, glad we get to do this every Tuesday. I it's am, fantastic. too. It's so much fun. It's one of the best parts of my week. One of the absolute best parts of my week, for sure. If you like what we did tonight, check out some of our other episodes. You'll probably like those as well. If you didn't like what we did, just try a few more episodes and eventually you'll find one to where we actually come across as funny or entertaining or amusing or informative to you. And thank you to all of you who have yeah. and who yeah. are and, and who, who are going will. to do. Yes, yes. And I, I almost forgot this. I need to make sure that I say if you are a brewery, an agriculturist, a small business owner, if you have anything to do with local honey, specifically about 120 pounds of local honey, please get in contact with Fable Brew Works because they would love to make a batch of their mead with local ingredients. They just require a shit ton of honey to do that, and locally they have not found anyone yet. So if you know someone in the Cincinnati area that can uh, provide, that, that's, that's a lot of honey. It is a lot of honey. If you, if you knew someone that can provide that, have them reach out to Fable Brew Works. And uh, other than that, if you enjoyed what we did, we are on social media. We are at Truth Beer Pod everywhere. If you want to send us a message that's not on social media, we have an email address, truthbeerpod at gmail.com. We also have a website that has links to everything that we do, including our episodes on YouTube, bonus videos. You can sign up to be a Patreon subscriber. Give us money every month, and we will give you bonus content, mostly in the form of videos every month. We're aiming for one a month. We're going to try to do two a month when we can. Just depends on the schedule, what's happening. If Higher Gravity has 50 million people in it like it did today, sometimes those videos just aren't really possible. But we do what we can, and we could not appreciate you guys enough for it. With that being said, Marco. Julia. What are you going to be doing next Tuesday? Julia, I plan on catching up with you and talking about all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from this week. Sounds great. I'll see you there. See you. Cheers. Cheers.